1: I I was in the shower, I was oh, yeah. cleaning my ass and making all the stairs all sparkly. Thank you. I'm something. not
2: the funny one, I'm the pretty one. Cock shots. <laughs> <laughs> I just checked myself I out. Music, boy, and then loop up and
1: A glory hole is like a, a like dick theater. I've imagined your pants
2: Which means your pants had better come off. Mama needs to play time. Gonna... Uh, uh,
0: we're not sluts. We just
2: love love. Hello podcast listeners, microphone people, everyone out there.
1: Hello, how are we?
2: Fantastic, ready for another episode of By the By this week? Woot. Oh, you sound so
1: excited. (laughs) Oh my God, look, it's going to be, you know, a week, and for people who are out there in podcast land, Mm -hmm. you're coming up on the holidays. Yes, you are. I mean, I guess we all are coming up on the holidays, but one benefit is in Australia, we don't have Thanksgiving, so that's... That's true. I mean, it's a double-edged sword. I miss, I miss, you know, turkey stuffing.
2: Mm-hmm. Well, you can stuff other things instead now. <laughs> <laughs> um,
1: yeah, but it's, you know, it's all right. Mm-hmm. It's good.
2: But we do have other things coming up. We have a pendulum party on December 10th. We do. Which is not far away. Super, super excited for that. It'll be good to get back to the club, do the things, see the people.
1: We do, and I'm glad you mentioned that. Uh, I was reminded by a listener this week on Instagram that the website, our website, au, under events, when you click on Pendulum, it links you to the last Pendulum party and not this coming one.
2: I will fix that before this comes out.
1: Yeah. woohoo! Now. Yeah. So I forgot to tell you because yep, yep. I'm a bad podcast partner.
2: Awesome. That's all right. I'll get it fixed before this comes out then.
1: See, listeners, don't, mm-hmm. don't say things to me because I'm useless. Say <laughs> thanks to Angela. She has power and is smart. Uh-huh. Pretty.
2: Uh-huh. Yes. You, you're also supposed to be at least mildly responsible. Yeah, but
1: <laughs> Angela, supposed to be and is are two different things. That's very, very true. I'm supposed to be a lot of things <laughs> that I refuse. <laughs> Fuck you, society. <laughs> don't want to be responsible. I don't want to be responsible. <laughs> uh, our next pendulum after that will be January 14th.
2: Yes, and so. then we'll be back to bi-monthly after that.
1: Yep. If you are a local Sydney sider and want to do something that's a little on the naughty side because, you know, Christmas and whatnot, uh, definitely pencil in for Saturday, December 18th mm-hmm. uh, some Christmas drinks with Exclusively RHP. You can uh, find out more about that on RHP's website or you can go to ExclusivelyRHP.com.
2: Yes, and I will also put a link to that on our website.
1: Yeah, woohoo! Look at that. she's, yeah. a, she's a a woman animal. Well, sometimes a monster.
2: Sometimes, yeah. I'm friends with the monster. <laughs> right. right, right. Okay.
1: Sorry. Um, oh, good. So, no. yeah. yeah. Um, and then that's that's basically all we got. Mm-hmm. Uh. I'm I'm a little bit in a musical night tonight because we just watched on Netflix, Tick, Tick, Boom. Yep. And so I'm going to spend the next five minutes talking about that. So if you don't like musicals, then that's fine. Just skip ahead for a few minutes and we'll move on to our regularly scheduled program. <laughs> but so it just came out on Netflix, uh, Tick, Tick, Boom, written uh, by Jonathan Larson, who was the brilliant mind behind Rent and directed by Lin-Manuel Miranda, which is like, this is his big thing since in the heights, which like is there anything that man can't do? I love him.
2: I I have not seen anything he can't do, but we only see the public things. Oh
1: man, I just want to see some of the private things he can't. <laughs> I wanna know what he can do. Uh-huh. Um I, I wouldn't throw away his shot. <laughs> Nice. There's like eight people out there. Yeah. Oh, I got it. Uh, Yeah. So look, I'm going to give Tick, Tick, Boom a solid seven out of 10. Andrew Garfield is fucking brilliant. Mm. There was a few moments where it was like he he looks and acts like Jonathan Larson and it's great. Yeah. If you don't know the story it's basically a a young writer he's 29 looking in 8 days at his birthday of 30 he's never written a musical and he, that's all he wants to do with his life and so he becomes consumed with this ticking time bomb that's inside of his head which is his 30s and understanding that from a writer's point of view like i like feel like i've wasted the first 40 years of my life mm-hmm. uh and I so like this. It's a great story. It's a great story. Uh, It does lack a bit in, it's a slow, the second act is a bit slow, but Mm -hmm. act one and act three are great. And I love the switching back and forth between his dream world and reality.
2: Yeah, that was done really well.
1: So if you have a Netflix account, go check out Tick, Tick, Boom. Mm -hmm. Uh, You won't be sorry. And I'd be curious to know what you think about it. It's a good show. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was really, really good. Songs are great. And Vanessa Hudgens. Like, Mm -hmm. girl, you come a long way. That's all I'm (laughs) going to say. Like, I didn't like you when you first came on the scene. I think, was it high school, the musical? She was, ugh. And now, like, I watch, when she's on, if she's in something, I'm like, ooh, I want to watch this. Ooh, I like this.
2: So was that her acting, her singing, was that her performance at the early stages that wasn't good? Or was it the shows themselves? Uh
1: I just think she's grown up. Okay, That's my f- yeah, firm opinion. Enough. She has matured into her voice. Uh, I think she has a beautiful voice. Fair enough, fair I enough. think that her eyes make it. She's much like all the women that I am madly in love with. Uh, she has giant Disney princess eyes mm-hmm. and hers are very expressive. So it's very yeah. much like you. She has those, like you make those eye movements sometimes that just like, like it makes me laugh and I love it. And she does that too. And she does it uh, in this film. So it's yeah. great. Uh, yeah. So there you go. Netflix. Go check it out. Tick, tick, boom. <laughs> what? It's important that we get No, musical no, it stuff is. It there. is.
2: But yeah. Yeah. No.
1: Also, humble brag. So the film that some of y'all listeners have donated to, like you put money into a project that uh, we were working on over the end of last year and then the beginning of this year. You heard us. We filmed it in January. We did an interview with the uh, producer and the director in, gosh, it was the end of last it year. It was
2: 2020 sometime, yeah.
1: So our dear, dear friend, Chris Elena and his talented brain, he, um, go listen to that podcast. I don't remember what number it was, but uh, that movie is releasing.
2: Yeah, this yep. short
1: film is coming out, babies. Yep. Uh, and it will premiere, as far as I understand. So, i like, me going to be honest, I don't understand how movie premieres work. I don't understand <laughs> a lot of things in these, this whole movie thing. Uh, but uh, as far as I understand it, it's going to premiere at Made in the West Film Festival. And, like, humble brag, but we are already nominated for seven awards. So, the film is nominated for Best Screenplay. Yeah, welcome.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Best Cinematography, Best Production Design, Best Director, Best Lead Actor, Best Supporting Actor, and Best Original Score. Like, that's, that's awesome. It's really exciting. Yeah. Like, right out the gate, we are yeah. set up to, um, you know, to kick some ass and take some names. Yeah. So, yeah, and
2: so for those of you out there who did donate, we're looking to see if we can find a way to have a screening, like an online screening and whatnot, that that we can show everybody who did help make it a reality.
1: Yeah. So uh, watch this space, and we will keep you posted. Thank you so much for all the support and uh, all the yay.
2: Yeah. Yay!
1: <laughs> all right. So Angela was telling me earlier mm-hmm. that she had some she wanted to talk about.
2: Yeah. We're going to talk about sex, baby.
1: Gonna talk about you and me.
2: <laughs> Actually, not really. All um, the people we do fucking. <laughs> no, so I was just thinking with the holidays coming up, and especially in the U.S., you have Thanksgiving. Down here, we've got a little bit longer before all the holidays come around. And there's a lot of people who struggle through the holidays. And there's a lot of reasons for that. We're not necessarily going to touch on everything, but it can be anywhere from not being accepted by your family, not having family, not having friends to spend the holidays with. Um, Some people work all the way through the holidays. They don't really get a break from, from everyday life. And there's people that are obligated to spend time with their family, but don't get along with their family. And then there's people that have family and friends and love them and enjoy it. So we've, you know, there's a lot of people, a lot of different scenarios out there, but I know many people, I'm going to say many of us struggle with staying sane through the holidays. (laughs) Uh, And because it it can be difficult and, and that can either be because of and It's not just the spending time with people or who do you spend time with? How do you choose? How do you divide up your time? It is a lot of that. How do you divide up your time? But it's because it's resources. So, there's all kinds of parties and gatherings as well that end up happening. And it can become a very, very busy time of year. And so there can be a lot of pressure to go out to meet people to go to parties to drink, to eat too much, you know, to buy gifts for all these people. And it can be a really, really big strain, particularly if you don't drink alcohol, that can be a a big pressure. And you know, that can be a a stressor there. Uh, If you Don't want if you're not a gift person, or if you don't have money to buy people gifts, that can also be a stressful thing. And then there's the whole time commitments as well, and who you're spending your time with. So there's a lot of different things that can that can bring a lot of stress and and pressure onto us during this time of year. So we just kind of wanted to talk about, just talk through some of that, and discuss some potential coping mechanisms, and like how do we how do we stay sane during this crazy time? How do we not go crazy?
1: (laughs) Uh. No, you're spot on. And like, look, I, I, like, how do I say that? I mean, like, I love my family. I do. Uh, But my mom used to say to me a lot when I was obnoxious as a child, which I'm pretty sure that constant listeners know happens so rarely am I obnoxious. I'm never obnoxious. I am the least obnoxious person I know. Anyway, uh, thank you for keeping your comments to yourself. (laughs) But... She used to say, I love you right now, but I don't like you. <laughs> and I think that that's, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. And at the time as a child, it probably warped my fragile little mind. But now I look back on it. and I'm like, mm, I get it. Like, I totally get it.
2: That seems fair. Yeah.
1: Like I have a lot of people in my family that I love and just do not like. Yeah. Uh, and I think a lot of that is, let's be realistic. They're the generation behind. Mm-hmm. And so, it sometimes can be difficult. People move at different speeds, right? Mm-hmm. And so, it can be difficult to to relate to or even talk in certain situations to to people. Uh, and so, we kind of wanted to talk about how how do we how do we manage this? How do we manage this? Uh-huh. Um, we're fortunate. We managed it wow. by
2: moving <laughs> to Australia, and yeah, we moved halfway around the world from our family. And yeah. so,
1: we don't get. Back to family. But, you know, for some folks, family is really important. And I totally yes. respect
2: that. Yes, absolutely. And as well, we do, while we don't aren't physically with our family during the holidays, we do Zoom with them, Skype, you know, whatever. We'll you know we we'll talk to them, we'll message, we'll have some kind of a session with them. Uh, so it's not like we don't have anything to do with them. It's just... Right. You- much more limited, and but yeah, a lot of people do have family. They love their family, or they're obligated to see their family for whatever reasons. Uh, but yeah, we have our chosen family that that we spend the holidays with, and that has it changes from year to year who we spend our time with because of other people's availability and things like that. We do have uh, some folks coming for Christmas this year to our place, and they're. They do have family locally that they're going to see on Christmas Eve and Boxing Day, but they're spending Christmas Day with us. Again, chosen family. Yeah. So it doesn't have to be just, I guess we're not traditionalists. So for us, it's not the same year to, year on year. Yeah. I think we did the same thing twice in a row after we moved here, but that was about it.
1: I don't even remember that. Christmas it- is
2: two and three, uh, the lady and Ginger Tramp.
1: Oh, that's right. That's yes. right. They came down yep. and, and stayed with us. And
2: we went to the beach and yeah, did that.
1: Uh, that's right. We had yeah. the bus was driven by Santa Claus. It
2: was. It was so much fun. Yeah. Yep. Uh
1: so it is it's interesting because like I, I often feel bad because you know I'm an only child. I don't know, shocker. Uh and family is is a tough thing for me. It's it's a tough sell for me, I think. And it's because I was raised to be independent and and a free thinker. But often I think that might create a monster.
2: Also though, you didn't have other children or other people in your family, your age. Right. I was the youngest
1: in the entire family.
2: By like almost 10 years. Yes. Which is a significant gap between, you know, the youngest person and then anybody else that they're going to converse with or spend time with, especially when you're in a house for a day or more that you're in a very confined space with these people.
1: Yeah. And Yeah, it's interesting because I often feel bad because I struggle to connect with people who are so family focused. And I think if you and I had kids, sure, I'd be family focused, but it would be them. Mm -hmm. And then Mm -hmm. our extended uh, non-blood family. Mm -hmm. I am a firm believer that blood is thicker than water is a dumb thing. And people like, look, freeze water. How thick is your blood? How thick is your water now, right? It's a fucking <laughs> solid. You can build a house out of it. It's called an igloo, okay? So if blood is thicker than water, then blah. I'm just going to say that. You can freeze blood. That's also possible. Yes, but, you can. I mean, But then that just makes, you know, very cold people. <laughs> and some of us have people like that in our family. Oh, yeah. She's a cold heart. Okay. Um, <laughs> but I, I think it's important that family... You, we need to have. We need to have the the world. We need to have a very good definition as to what family is, and we should be allowed to to choose to spend that time with that family. Mm -hmm. And I think of my family. It's my family. Family like is people like Leo uh, and his partner, and and the gentleman, Mm -hmm. and like I can think of a number of other people that we spend a lot of time with and that we're spending a lot of time with even more Mm -hmm. and i think family is it's also okay for it to be a bit transitional so new people can come in and if they need to they can move out
2: absolutely yeah yeah it doesn't have to be permanent it doesn't have to be permanent yeah Yeah, that's a good way to put it Mm. yeah and i think you know, just if, if we're going to talk about from like our individual perspectives, for me, the holidays were always a time where we spent the day with our nuclear family because we were not near any extended family. So we didn't have the really big family gatherings and things like that. It was just our very small little family. And so as we got older, also work schedules and things like it wasn't uncommon for one of the family members to be working on Christmas Eve, Christmas Day, Thanksgiving, you know, through the weekend, like it, it was a common thing. And so we would basically just schedule the holiday dinner because we would always just meet up for dinner. It wasn't a big day long thing or anything, but we would meet up for a dinner and it would be whatever day in that vicinity that we could all get together. So it might be, you know, a few days before, it might be a few days after, it might even be into January but it was whenever we could get together. And that also got more complicated as there were divorces and extended families came along and then there's more and more family factions to try and get together. And that becomes a nightmare. And that just, that can be really, really stressful as well because everybody again, wants a piece of your time. And it's like, how do I feel like I'm getting giving everybody the things that they want while also taking care of myself? Yeah. And
1: it's interesting because for me, I always remember uh, and wow, this is becoming therapy for us, isn't it? Like our, our <laughs> listeners are listening to us do our own therapy. It's great. It's great. It's fine. It's fine. Uh, but I remember you know going to my grandparents' house and having an aunt and an uncle there, and we would go there on a couple of days before Christmas and start cooking literally a couple of days before Christmas for Christmas lunch slash dinner, and like within hours there would be a screaming match between
2: that sounds exhausting
1: my you know the the siblings right and so it's like I always I I think I look back on that and go what's the point why does this Mm -hmm. even matter Mm -hmm. like if you only get together like all of us would only get together on the holidays and then you scream at one another Mm -hmm. like why are we even doing this and so I, I think it's it's one of those things that uh, a 10 years ago, Bradford would say something to the effect of if you can stop the screaming, mm-hmm. you know, temper it and try to make peace. But this now, Bradford is like, fuck that. Like, if people are screaming at you, don't, you don't have to be there. Yeah. Like you can remove yourself yeah. uh, and that. And it
2: could be a temporary removal, not necessarily. permanent. Exactly. But yeah,
1: exactly. And just, I, if, you know, if you're in a situation where you go to family gatherings and it ends up in some sort of screaming match, don't engage. Mm-hmm. Like that's my advice. I think ultimately mm-hmm. don't engage. And if do- not engaging means that you leave, mm-hmm. um do that, but also don't not, stand up for yourself. If you're someone who the family, you know, if you're like us and you're the black sheep of the family, number one, congratulations. You're now part of our family. You're, (laughs) you're our brothers, sisters, uh, and children, but like don't, don't not stand up for yourself.
2: And it's a very, very fine line between standing up for yourself, potentially educating and helping other people in the family understand. And then also, not being attacked and and not engaging in a very stressful confrontational potentially damaging to yourself situation. So it's a very, very fine line to walk those. And it's it's just a situation that you have to evaluate, is this fight worth it? And and I know for me in dealing with family that really comes down to are they in a space where they are willing to have a debate, to engage, to listen, to talk? And it's not just necessarily me talking at them, but them talking as well. It's it's We both have to be actively participating and listening and discussing. And if the answer to that is no, they're not in that kind of a space that all they're going to do is attack, then for my mental health, I cannot be a part of that. Yeah. And I have to disengage and, and just go somewhere else, whether it's short term, whether it's like, I'm just going to go away for the rest of the day, like depending on what it is, what's going on and, and where we can like, whether it's just go to another room, go for a walk, get out of the house, do something. But yeah, I think for me, it's a matter of what space are they in and is this going to be actually fruitful and, and come of anything, even if nobody, I mean, I don't expect people to change opinions overnight and instantaneously, but at least to listen yeah. And, and if that's not going to happen, then for my mental health, I have to remove myself from that situation.
1: Yeah, and I, I totally agree with that. I remember, you know, as I grew up and became more of my own individual adult, whenever anything got, like, if anything got confrontational... I would just go for a walk. Um, I was fortunate in that my grandparents lived across the road from a park. And so I'd just be like, "Mm, I'm going to head out now. Uh, I'm
2: surprised you didn't just pretend to be asleep.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Bitch, pretend. I was (laughs) actually asleep. And jokes aside, like I did that a number of times. It was like, Mm -hmm. cool, Bradford's nap time. And as soon as things got confrontational, like it's my defense mechanism. Anybody who knows me and has been around me knows that I can fall asleep on command. It's like, it's my X Man power. I am narcolepto. <laughs> <laughs> I, I fall asleep and steal things.
0: <laughs>
1: uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, but no, it, it is. It's one of those things that I, I just. I had to. Re- there was a number of times I would have to remove myself, and with my ex-wife and I. She was always on my side, which I do give massive credit for that. When, when we were in family situations and something bad happened, we would support each other. And I think that's also important.
2: I think that's rule number one, is that if you have a partner and you're going into a situation like this, first of all, discuss it beforehand so that way you kind of know where each other's coming from. And you're like, these are some ground rules. These are some triggers. This is what's going to happen in this potential situation that's likely to come up. But always, always, always support each other in front of the rest of the family.
1: Agreed. You can
2: disagree later, whatever, but in front of everybody, just support them. (laughs)
1: Because remember, even if you don't always get along, the enemy of your enemy is your friend. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, it's, it is funny because I look back at it now and the first, so tell a quick little story. The first Christmas that I had as an adult without, by myself, uh, I went to my grandparents' house and like typical, typical situation it was like it was a 10 hour drive to get there and i got there i was exhausted and within within 45 minutes there's arguments and i was like i'm not going to put up with this and this is driving me crazy so go to bed wake up the next morning help make breakfast drinking my coffee arguments start again and i'm like this is not cool so i go into the other room sit down on my computer open it up my mom comes in and goes what are you doing I'm uh I'm booking a cruise. Oh really? When? <laughs> next Christmas? She, wait, what? Yeah, it leaves on the twenty fourth. It gets back in on the fourth of July. Uh, wait, January? I'm sorry. Oh My God, that would have been amazing. <laughs> but yes, you're right. The fourth of January. <laughs> and she was like, "Wait, ne- next year? Yeah. Can, can can we go with you?" <laughs> It was so funny because I remember at that time, you and I weren't even dating. We were just hooking yeah. up. And I remember texting you and being like, why didn't we do Christmas together? And you were like, we could have done Christmas together.
2: Uh, and, I was like, and and you were also like, what's your middle name and what's your birthday? Yeah. and
1: <laughs> Yeah. And so ultimately, I booked a cruise for you and I for the next year. Uh-huh. And uh, over that next year, it was uh, fucking magical. Mm-hmm. That's why I proposed on that cruise. Yeah. But we took a cruise. Which leads to solution number two. If you can get away from your family, do it.
2: And they're the stressor, yeah.
1: If they're the stressor. If they're Mm. the, yeah, if they're what's driving you mad.
2: But you say that, but like uh, one year, my family, we took a cruise, a Christmas cruise as a family, and that was actually pretty good because it was both a vacation and it was... You know, on the cruise, you can get away from each other during the daytime. And our really, the only rule that there was with the family was that we always would get together for dinner. And so we might do the same thing after dinner. We might go see a show or music or whatever. We might not. Sometimes during the day, we did the same activities. Sometimes we didn't. But it was, we always had dinner together on the cruise ship. But that was good because you get some family time, but you're also not like really obligated to be stuck with them. And yeah. if it's a big enough ship, there's room and spaces to you get can away. Hide. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So there are different things you can do. You can either like completely go away from your family like what we did that one year or you can, you know, make a holiday out of it with your family. And that way there's other distractions besides just being stuck in a space with each other.
1: And also we realize that many families either can't afford or would never agree to go on a cruise with one another. Yes. Um, But But there's other
0: places you can go. There's
1: things that you can do. We've done Thanksgiving away Mm -hmm. with uh, families
2: into Which, the mountains into the mountains yep. and
1: like that's also something that's it's just it's just good to get away from your family even when you're meant to be with your family <laughs> yeah but if if the family is the stressor like, i i if you're one of those people who feels obligated to be near or with your family and they're the stressor like i'm giving you permission to to limit that time Yeah. Right. If they're the ones that are causing you grief and problems, you don't, I don't think, I don't honestly think that you owe your family anything, really. They've, are.
2: Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com.
1: already given you everything that they can in the genetics and that's it um and maybe i sound cold and crass but i think that ultimately you have to take care of you and if the family is the problem you need to it it could be it could hurt it could be bad but like you got to Cut out the cancer.
2: Also, if you if that is a problem, then, you know, have some kind of coping strategies available besides just drinking yourself to death. Uh, yes, please but, <laughs> don't do that. Please, please
0: don't do that. No, no.
2: But, you know, talk with a friend about it ahead of time. If you've got a partner, you know, bring them in on it. Because I also know some partners, you know, split up and go see their respective families. So they're not right. necessarily together. But put some kind of a coping strategy in place in that, like, you know, I'm going to call you every day I'm going to message you, whatever, or if something, maybe it's not even that, maybe it's just a, if I really, really need to, are you going to be available so I can just have someone to talk to, someone, to, just a message to get away from everything and just have a bit of sanity. And even if it's not talking about the situation that's going on, just tell jokes, send memes, funny things, like just some kind of something to get out of your head and get into a better space. Yeah. But don't feel bad about building a support network or talking to people beforehand and saying, Hey, I might need some help over the holidays.
1: Yeah. And it's, there's also things that, um, that you can do if, if you text somebody, like a short text, a single word, a single letter, a single emoji. And that means call me mm-hmm. that that's a kind of a get out of jail free card. And I think that there's, I don't think there's anything wrong with having mm-hmm. something like that in your back pocket yeah. so that, uh, you can get away for a moment. Mm.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a good idea.
1: Um, Another thing that I encourage, and I'm going to let Angela speak more on this because she does it more than I do, but I do it, is meditation Mm. and trying to, when things get crazy, trying to tame the crazy.
2: Yeah, so that was something that I picked up, I guess, earlier this year. And it's one of those things that prior to then I always said, I'm really shit at meditation because I just can't do it. Like I don't sit still. Uh, I, I can't just keep my mind blank. I can't not think about things. Like I just, it just goes crazy. And so I was always like, Oh, I'm really shit at meditation, shit at it. And I ended up, uh, downloading a guided meditation app and there's several of them out there. If you're interested, I'm happy to pass it along. We'll also talk more about it probably in upcoming weeks a bit more, Uh, but I downloaded a guided meditation app, and that really helped me to start just learning how to do it, and I I liked it because it wasn't a, you don't have to think about nothing. It was a, okay, you're going to find your thoughts wandering, now do this, and so it kind of taught me what to do when those things happen, and just just taught me how to meditate, and it was 10 minutes out of the day, which seemed like a lifetime at that point, (laughs) but I've, I've kind of gotten a lot better with it and I don't always meditate in the traditional manner, but I have found that it really has helped me in other situations where I just need to focus or things are getting too stressful or too whatever on me and, and I just need to have a moment of peace. And so, I have kind of learned how to employ that, not necessarily like sit down, cross your legs, close your eyes, do the whole like, you know, 10, 15 minute meditation thing, but even just take a moment of quiet. And even if there's a lot of chaos going around, just to kind of get into my head and be like, all right, like I just need to focus on myself and get myself in a good place. And so I use some of those techniques in very small micro moments, even sometimes during the day. And I found that that has really, really helped. And and d- when dealing with stressful situations and stressful people, it it can be a very good thing. Um, so if you're at all interested in it, if you already do it, great. Use it. It's a good tool. If you're interested in it, check it out some more. Like I said, I'm happy to give you any information that I've got. Um, no expert by any means, but can also point you in the direction of other people that can help. And it is something that we're going to talk about a little bit more as the year goes on as well. Um but it's it's just kind of a good way to, to clear your mind and to just be like, all right, I need to recenter myself and just bring a bit of calm to my situation.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I don't do it as nearly as much as you do, but there are things that I've picked up from just listening to you do the app that I'm like, mm. Mm, okay, I can do that. That's, I like that. And I have found myself doing that. And it yeah. does help. It's great. Uh, but it's just something else that you can put in your tool belt.
2: Yeah, yeah, absolutely.
1: I mean, literally, Christmas is just around the corner. I don't want to be that guy. I mean, I'm terrified as well, but uh, it is literally just around the corner. You know how I know? It's my birthday. And what do I want for my birthday? I want something from adamandeve.com. Problem is, we need to order it now. So if you're buying me something for my birthday, order it now. We all know COVID's been a fucking cunt this year and uh, they are definitely slowing down the shipping. That's, that's just how it is. It's sometimes hard to get stuff. And I want sexy things for my birthday. So when you go to adamandeve.com, go early, go tomorrow, go now and buy me something nice. And you uh, know
2: what's Not not now after the show.
1: Fine, fine. (laughs) You could pause this. You could listen to this commercial, then go now, and then (laughs) re-go back to the show. (laughs) You know, also, come on, just buy me something. But go to adamandeve.com. Use the checkout code, by the buy, B-Y-T-H-E-B-I, and you will get whatever you're going to buy for me or yourself or someone else at 50% off. That's right, 50% off, free shipping, some extra toys in there. I'll even let you keep the extra toys. You don't have to send them on my way. You can keep those extra toys. (laughs) But the videos on demand, they're ours together. And we're going to watch them together. and We're going to do nasty, dirty things. And how do we do this? We go to adamandeve.com. We go ASAP because shipping times are going to be delayed. I don't like it. But it's free shipping. And, you know, come on. It's fucking free. So deal with it. Adamandeve.com. Use the checkout code by the by B-Y-T-H-E-B-I. And, uh, yeah, you know what? I I take it back. Don't buy it for me. Buy it for yourself, you dirty little minx.
2: I love it. I love it.
1: So, yeah, dealing with family, like, yeah, let's let's talk about like what happens if your family knows about maybe your alternative lifestyle or your. Uh, sexuality or maybe the, you know, maybe you're a, a young, smart, beautiful, handsome trans kid and you like the family just don't support you. What are you going to do? This one's a tougher one. Mm-hmm. Remember we're your family now, but maybe you can't fly to Australia and spend Christmas with us. And that's okay. Uh, this is going to sound silly, but something that has always helped me when dealing with any kind of problem family whatever is music Mm -hmm. like so if if find an art uh is it music and and like you don't have to just consume the art maybe you create the art so if
2: there's like coloring books and apps and stuff and and you don't have to be good at it
1: (laughs) and that's which is the other really important thing so if you're creating if you want to create something you don't have to be good at it it's it's for no one but yourself uh is a excuse to get away it's it's a form of meditation like we've talked about before uh, but you can you can draw you can color you can write write poetry write songs you can just write random words you can write I hate my family I hate my family I hate my family <laughs> that's okay
2: it's like the Simpsons talk board <laughs> yes exactly
1: um, like, uh, you know write letters um, to to podcasts that you love and listen to, uh, oh, or
2: write letters to people that you actually do like and tell them how much you appreciate them. And then they if,
1: like us. And then
2: if you want to give it to them later, you can. If not, you don't have to.
1: Yeah, write letters to yourself. Yeah. Write letters to your past self. Write letters to your future self. Um, but if you're listening to music, find songs that lift you up, or find songs that bring you down. That's also okay. I have a I have two playlists that I love on on. <laughs> Uh, Spotify one is called upbeat and one's called downbeat and it's sort of sort of preps me for where I know my headspace needs to be um, but you know if if you're sh- if you've got a show on Netflix that you watch it and it always makes you feel good watch that show if you've got a book that you absolutely love take it with you uh, i think that consuming or creating art is a great way to deal with family and family dramas and some of the things that I've written that I really like the most were sort of written around being with family.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: So, yeah, I mean, I think that's a good thing to do.
2: Yeah. And also, I mean, you know, just a. To- Put a little plug in there. Here, another thing you can do is to join our Discord server, mm-hmm. and you can do that by going to patreon.com slash By the By podcast. And if you support us on Patreon, you will get a link to Discord, and you can jump into the server. I know some people are quite active; some people are lurkers. It's completely fine, but it it still gives you a sense of of community. And there's people on there that you know, I mean, you can reach out and you can ask for help. You can just have a chat. You can put up sexy pictures of yourself. You can look at sexy pictures of other people. You can look at the memes if you want a good laugh. And, and there's a lot of, you know, there's multiple channels for different things, but it's also being part of that community and reminding yourself that there's something else outside of this. And there is a place that I do belong. And, and knowing that there's a place that you belong and that you can access that is a really, really good thing.
1: Yeah. You know, I, I it do doesn't hate-
2: have. It doesn't have to be Discord. It could be some other group. I was but- gonna say I do hate
1: the shameless plug, <laughs> yeah. but like, honestly, there are plenty of free groups on Facebook mm-hmm. as well that you can join. Um, Twitter is full of monsters and trolls, but it's also full of some wonderful, wonderful people. Uh, but yeah, yeah, find find a place where you can express yourself and be a hundred percent accepted for who you are, and it doesn't matter where you are in the world. I promise you that there are places that you can get to that mm-hmm. that you are accepted. Mm-hmm. So,
2: yeah, and also as you're going through the holidays and you're thinking about this, plan ahead and think about this is a situation I'm going to be in. I may need help, I might need an out, I might need whatever. And so kind of put those put those wheels in motion ahead of time before you go and then even think about, you know, when I come back Or maybe if you're hosting when everybody leaves, I'm going to want to see my friends. I'm going to want to just maybe spend time with my partner alone or whatever it is that you might need. And go ahead and make those plans now. Like, don't wait until... After everything's done, and because I mean the holidays are busy, and other people get busy as well. So if you need any kind of support, if you need just time to yourself, just tell everybody, leave me alone for you know the day or two or whatever yeah. after everybody's gone. But go ahead and think about what it is that you're going to want afterwards, and and put those wheels in motion as well.
1: Agreed. Yes, and so like I, I feel like some of what a lot of what we've been talking about are if you are alone mm-hmm. and you don't have a partner going into this battle with you. But if you have a partner going into battle with you, then like we've said before, have an escape clause, (laughs) much like the Santa (laughs) Claus, you need an escape clause. And there are things that you can do to support yourself and to support your partner uh, that it's sort of a, it's just sort of a, a, think of it like a a family style bulletproof vest. (laughs) imagine a situation where Angela and I are at my family's and the conversation gets heated and Angela can tell that I need a get out of jail free card. All she has to do is ask me to run and get something from the store. Or can you come help me do something? Or where did we pack this? Can you help me find this? I think just extract your partner. Uh, it's like, it's like, Ghost protocol kind of thing. <laughs> you, you're trying to remove your partner from a situation which you know that they are, they're in stress. Mm-hmm. As a side note, you might refrain from doing this over and over and over because if you have to run to the store for, I don't know, tampons or condoms or vodka... Uh, 20 times, your family's going to start asking questions.
2: No, but the, where did you pack something is a good one? Because then when you go back to the bedroom where inevitably your suitcases and you're looking for whatever said item is, you can also, you know, have a little sexy time while you're back there really quick. Just do a quickie. So, and that relieves stress. I mean, sex relieves stress. Come on.
1: And like, look, I am going to be the first person to say that uh, people will not question if partners or singles need to take a shower. Like, if you need to take a, like, just say, oh, you know, she's going to take a shower. I just got to take a shit. Number one, your family will not ask any fucking questions about that. And, like, they just won't. And you'll be free. Uh, Number two, they aren't going to be sitting next to the door trying to listen to what's going on. You will be free. Uh, And you can get a good solid 10 minutes out of either one of those things and really sort of protect yourself.
2: Oh, oh no, all you have to do is be like, I need to take a shit. Hey honey, you want to come give me a Blumpkin? <laughs>
1: God damn it woman. <laughs> like that might be too far. Uh, so yeah, I mean, that's a good way to get, uh, that's a get out of jail free card. Admittedly showers probably only work before and in, in the, in the morning or maybe in the evening, but mm. it does give you a chance to get away and, uh yeah. you know, like I'm dirty, I'm really dirty. please. <laughs> um, uh, masturbation is a great thing as well. Also, you can go to the bathroom and masturbate. We all have great sources of porn on our phones. Go to Twitter. Like, mm-hmm. the amount of porn on Twitter is amazing. And like, sp- for, do remember, spit isn't lube. But, you know, hand lotion it can be. Don't use soap. Soap can burn. Conditioner. Uh, uh, is great. Or just take lube. Or just take lube. That's also good. <laughs> but don't leave it in the bathroom. That's just <laughs> awkward. Uh, but, yeah, I think that there's, like masturbation is a great thing to like I,
2: well and then you get the endorphins afterwards right can so. i just say
1: my fate one of my favorite pictures of that i've taken of myself naked uh-huh. was taken in my grandmother's bathroom it's very true at christmas very true and i sent it to angela
2: uh-huh.
1: and now we're together forever
2: uh-huh <laughs> it's all because of your grandma's bathroom
1: mm, she was like wow look at that dick also, what's wrong with that wallpaper?
2: Also, is that a fuzzy toilet seat cover? <laughs> that's
1: true. It's true. It's all true. It's all true. Uh, how far we've come.
2: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So what about people who don't have family? And so they're pretty much alone for the holidays.
1: So look, if you are a person who enjoys that and you're happy with it, then that's amazing. But if you're a person that you need that connection and, and, and you need people to be with you, Reach out to your friends, like
2: in, I, invite yourself along, or be would, like, "Hey, do you mind?" Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I,
1: we're fortunate in, in that living in a bigger city, we have a lot of options, mm-hmm. and I think that there are very few of our friends who, if they thought that we needed to to spend time, would say no.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, I don't think there's any problem reaching out to somebody and asking uh, and ask, ask multiple people and just be honest yeah. like I'm asking a lot of people I'm throwing this out there yeah. um, put it put it on your social media account yep. also, ask for help
2: also it doesn't mean that you have to spend like an entire day or days with them it might just be like hey can I stop by for an hour or two like I just exactly. want a little bit of company yeah. So yeah, it could be something like that. Also, if you really want to do something different, look for charity organizations and, and places where you can volunteer for the day. Because there's always, you know, food kitchen things going on. That's exactly what I was saying. Yeah, and there's a lot of places that where you can volunteer your time and help. And it that makes you feel good about yourself. It gives you something to do as well. So that that's a good thing to do.
1: So, look, and, and I know it's kind of tough in these still sort of COVID times, mm-hmm. uh, but exactly what Angela is saying. Volunteer for a soup, soup kitchen, find a, um, find a, an RSPCA or a pound that needs people to feed their animals on Christmas day. Uh, you know, do that. You know, it can be, it doesn't have to be around humans. You can be around animals. Uh, everybody needs animals are better. Yeah. Animals are better. Trust me. <laughs> uh, Find a uh, an elderly care home or an old folks home or a nursing home that you can go to and spend time with people because not all of those folks there will have family that will come and visit them, and
2: that's true. And also, if you're in a position to be able to host and you know other people in a similar situation, you can have an orphans holiday. Yeah, that's exactly what we did last
1: year. So there were. Uh, God, was it 12 of us? Mm -hmm. And it was an orphan's holiday. And that was so much fun. And we're doing a bit of that this year. And I I, I love it. It's great. And I've Uh, done
2: that before with a previous partner. We had a big like orphans kind of thanksgiving thing and it was everybody who didn't have family or anywhere else to go they were more than welcome to come over and and if you're doing something like that it doesn't necessarily have to be a big meal it can be everybody bring something it can just be a we're just going to hang out and and chat and have a few hours together but you can make it as big or as little as you want it to be but if you're in that position and you know other people who may want to come as well organize something like that
1: yeah yeah So then I guess the last thing we probably need to touch on is if you are looking at a family or family member that is volatile, Mm -hmm. they're either uh, overly aggressive or just they are someone that is very difficult for you to be around. How do you handle that? Mm. And I'm going to be the first to say, like, look, I was raised in a family where things was all about obligation and that you respected your elders and blah, 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 blah. Uh, I don't think that if people are older than you, that is not a reason to give them respect. Respect is earned. So step one, take care of yourself, protect yourself. Uh, What does that look like? Does that mean like, you know, saying to your family, I don't feel comfortable coming home for holidays because of Uncle Bob or whatever. Uh, Does that mean like, I... I, Do you set a time limit and say I'll be there for an hour?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, do you because then that gives you something to look forward to? Uh,
0: <laughs> Leaving, <laughs> yeah, right. I mean, look, it's
1: sometimes it's true. Yeah, you know, does that look like saying that you will allow things to be said, but on the third time, like mm-hmm. that's it. Mm-hmm. Like you, you're, you're only going to let the shield stay up for you know two strikes. On the third strike, you're out. I don't think there's anything wrong with letting people know that you're not going to put up with this bullshit.
2: No, you have to have your limits and and you can set those limits to yourself. You can allow others to know where your limits are going into it. If you have allies in the family uh, or yeah. in those who are going to be there, maybe even like, you know, other families, partners or whatever. But yeah, have an idea as to where your limits are and, like, when is enough enough and at what point am I not going to put myself in this situation because it could either be physically harmful, it could be mentally harmful, emotionally, whatever it is, it doesn't matter. But at some point, you have to have to have to take care of yourself before any anything else.
1: Yeah, and, like, if that means that you just don't see your family, maybe that's the best thing. Yeah. Mm. Uh, because i can I can tell you for sure that there are people out there who will want to see you, and maybe they aren't blood relatives, maybe they aren't your your family, but maybe they aren't their fa- your family by blood, but they're the ones that will truly matter and yeah. the focus on those folks um i yeah, I really struggle with the obligation mm. and and the whole family tax thing, whether that's paid in money or if that's paid in time.
2: Uh, Emotions. Yeah, yeah.
1: You don't owe anyone anything yeah. except yourself. Uh, take care of yourself. And uh, yeah.
2: Yeah. And it's a hard time because everybody's in a very unique situation. Nobody's the same. And and so all of our holidays look different to one another. And, and what we do, what we feel like we should do, what we actually should do, and then what we do are all very, very different things. And ultimately you just have to look at look at your situation and say, what's expected of me? what What's expected of me by others looking in? What's expected of me by me? And try to marry those together and say, okay, now what can I actually do? What does that look like? And how do I need to make that happen? What do I need to do to make this happen? And what do I need to do to come out of this a sane person, potentially even a better person?
1: Yeah, absolutely. And if that means that you go into the bathroom and you <laughs> masturbate onto the toilet seat know that when uncle bob sits on that toilet seat last that yeah, he's sitting in your cum mm-hmm. then there's nothing wrong with that <laughs> if that's what if that's what sanity looks like uh-huh. i fucking do it i support this uh-huh. um, i
2: feel like we need to have like after the holidays everybody to write in their like the strangest thing or funniest thing or oddest thing that happened to them over the holidays or That's that great. they did over the holidays. Yes.
1: Let us know what yeah. you, what you did. Over or if the you've done something days. in to the past, sane.
2: if you've done something in the past, let us know. I think we could definitely put this together into an episode and have some laughs and, you know, maybe feel sorry for a few people, but you know, I'm sure there'll be some laughs out there.
1: Yeah. Look, like, uh, we're all laughing and suffering together. Friends. Sure. Uh, We'll start a new Discord channel called Holidays, Mm. uh, and then we can all kind of just lament in there for a bit.
2: Yeah, and we'll try to – actually, now I'm just thinking out loud. haven't talked to Brefford about this whatsoever.
1: Great. I like it. Go on.
2: Maybe over the holidays, because we are ahead of everyone else, maybe Boxing Day, the day after, sometime in there, uh, we can – put together a couple of little zoom chats just for yeah. an hour. or So different time zones, try and catch people different times and see if we can just kind of get people together to have a little bit of a, just, you know, Hey, we're still, we're still here. We're still supporting you.
1: Yeah. Sounds good. Yeah. Yeah. It's easy to do. Yeah. Uh, I'll be off. I'm off from December 24th to January 17th. So mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> take that world, uh-huh. but don't tell my parents cause I don't want to have to come home for holidays. Oh,
2: we can't go home. <laughs>
1: uh, yeah, so, look, I know this was kind of not the same as what we normally do podcast-wise. Uh, this is a bit more dour and serious conversation. But I think it's something important to have, and it's... Uh,
2: it's Headspaces are important, yeah. and, and we need to be able to talk about these things. Because like we say with everything else in the lifestyle, it's all about communication, communication, communication. Yeah. And that's communication... With ourselves and being honest with ourselves as to where we are, what we need, and in our situations, and it's also communication with our partners, our friends, our families around, and that's not always easy to do. Uh, I know, like I was raised in a family that didn't really communicate about this type of thing, and and you didn't really show that vulnerability. Shocker! I know everybody out there is surprised <laughs> to hear that, but it's it's important, yeah. and and I we have to be able to communicate this, and and it's yeah just find a way to stay sane through the holidays, whatever it is.
1: Yeah. Agreed. So, uh, if you need to reach out to us, please, please do. Uh, we are the atoms of love at gmail.com or you can message us on any of our socials. Uh, we are at by the by podcast on Instagram, on Twitter and on Facebook. And, uh, yeah, go to our website, au and you can find out more about us, events that we're hosting or participating in, and then also you can contact us there.
2: Yeah, and if you want some cute puppy pictures over the holiday, you can follow Pippin on Instagram at pipthefloof, and we will be doing the 12 floofs of Christmas again, so oh good. the poor little puppy going to get not super, but little dressed up for the holidays here and there. I know he's really looking forward to hey, it. He's
1: so poor dog. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. I, we always tell him that this is why, you know, this is penance for him being a bad dog. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> <Yeah>.
1: <laughs> yes. So go and follow us and love one another. Be kind to one another. And uh, yeah, don't uh, don't be a dick.
2: No, give hugs.
1: Eat dick. Don't be a dick.
2: I like that one. That's good.
1: It's going to my next t-shirt. <laughs>